If you would, take your Bible and uh, turn to Joshua chapter 7 as we look to God's Word this morning. Joshua chapter 7, and we're beginning in verse 1. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Joshua. Joshua chapter 7. Again, the children are all going out and they will be back in before the service ends to do some special presentations to the dads at the end of the service. So they'll be back in here at the end this morning. Joshua chapter 7 and beginning in verse 1. This morning as uh, we have kind of had a focus of Father's Day. Now Mother's Day, we tried to honor the uh, moms and we let them kind of take a day of just relaxing and uh, the men did everything. The men are probably going to figure this out. Now, wait a minute. On Mother's Day, we did everything, and on Father's Day, we did everything. But we did a little bit different on Father's Day in that uh, we felt like dads need to be spiritual leaders and leading the way, and so they uh, led in the service this morning. And we're going to kind of keep that focus on uh, being uh, the spiritual leaders and looking at what God's Word has to tell us about the family foundation. And so in Joshua chapter 7... We're going to look at a family that falls apart and find out why that family fell apart and was destroyed and learn from that about what needs to be done in a positive way to have a family foundation that stands in the world that is so distorted and has had the family so crumble and become a source for a lot of things of issues in life today. You know, anytime that you take God's design for something and you begin to distort it or you begin to allow it to crumble, there's always going to be bad effects. And you look at society today and you look at crime and uh, they have done surveys and those who are in prison today, they have found that over three-fourths of those who are in prison have come from broken families. They've come from a situation that they didn't have a strong family foundation. And so we know the importance and the significance of following God's design. So let's look this morning at Joshua chapter 7 and see a man who led his family to destruction, but learn how that from those mistakes you can make the right decisions today to have a strong family foundation. In Joshua chapter 7, beginning in verse 1, and I'm reading this out of the NIV, it says, But the Israelites acted unfaithfully in regard to the devoted things, Achan, son of Carmi, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of them, and so the Lord's anger burned against Israel. To give you a little quick synopsis, they had gone in to uh, take Jericho as they were traveling into the promised land, and the Lord had given them guidelines to destroy everything except for some specific things that would be brought into the temple of the Lord. And the Bible is telling us here that Achan was unfaithful. The key thing to remember in that word unfaithful that is in the Scriptures is a word that means infidelity, adultery. What the Lord is saying in the select word that was used there is that spiritually they had committed adultery against God by this one man, a father named Achan, who had taken some things that God said to destroy and taken some things that would be taken to the temple of the Lord. And it says in that verse 1 that the Lord's anger burned against Israel. You would scroll down to verse 16 and we'll kind of pick up where we find out what happens with Achan and his family. It says, Early the next morning Joshua had Israel come forward by tribes and Judah was taken. The clans of Judah came forward and he took 
the Zerahites. He had the clan of the Zerahites come forward by families and Zimri was taken. Joshua had his family come forward man by man and Achan, son of Carmi, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was taken. And then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, and give him the praise. Tell me what you have done and do not hide it from me. Achan replied, It is true, I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, and this is what I have done. When I saw in the plunder, they had gone in and they had conquered Jericho. Now they were taking all the things that were in there. And it says, When I saw in the plunder a beautiful robe from the Babylonia, 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. They are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath. And we know that they lived in tents as they were traveling that day, so basically see that his foundation of his tent, his home, was based on a foundation of sin. And the Bible tells us in verse 22, So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent. And there it was, hidden in his tent, with the silver underneath. And they took the things from the tent and brought them to Joshua and all the Israelites and spread them out before the Lord. And then Joshua, together with all Israel, took Achan, son of Zerah, the silver, the robe, the gold wedge, his sons and daughters, his cattle, donkeys and sheep, his tent and all that he had to the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why have you brought this trouble on us? Unique expression that Joshua would say, why have you brought this trouble on us? Because the word Achan is thought to have its, its root meaning, trouble, or the one who brings trouble. He said, why have you brought this trouble on us? And the Lord will bring trouble on you today. And then all, all Israel stoned him, and after they had stoned the rest, they burned them. And over Achan they heaped up a large pile of rocks which remains to this day. And then the Lord turned from His fierce anger. Therefore that place has been called the Valley of Achor ever since. Here is a whole family that has been destroyed by the sin of one man, the Father. What is unique as I was looking at the Scriptures that if we were to go back and look at the Scriptures previously and the encounter of Jericho, there was a woman that was a harlot that lived in Jericho. And when the children of Israel were spying out the land, they encountered this harlot and she said, we have heard about your God. And she began to take care of those who came in as spies and they'd given her some guidelines that if you do these things and show dedication to God, then your family will be spared. So here was a woman who was a harlot who had came to the realization that there was really a real God and had turned her heart, and this harlot saved her family by her dedication. But we look at Achan, who's a man who had grown up among God's people, and he ended up leading his family to destruction because of his deception. Two totally different perspectives from the most unusual encounters. But as we look at this scripture and we think about the family foundation, as I said, from Achan we find that he shows us that in his tent, his home... There was a foundation of sin. A foundation of building his home upon all that God had told him not to do. And you know, I have found that today that we see the same thing happen in a lot of people's lives today, and that is that 
There are homes being built on a foundation that goes against everything that relates to God. And as we see from Achan and we see upon his foundation of his family, of his home, we learn the mistakes that he made, look at our own personal life, and see how to build a strong foundation that God blesses. As I look at Achan's life and I look at these scriptures, the foundation that is built on sin will have trouble. Would you agree with that? The family foundation that is built on sin will have trouble. That's what Achan's name meant. So I began to look at Achan's life and I thought, what kind of trouble did Achan bring into his family? What kind of corruption did he bring to the foundation? Because we know if the foundation is not right, everything else is not right. Matter of fact, uh, Frank uh, Williams is in construction and builds. And if you were to ask Frank today, what's the most important part of getting a house right where it'll stand? He'll tell you the foundation, the footing and the foundation which upon everything else stands. So I began to look at Achan's life and the things that he had did and found out that there's a few things that will cause sin to come into your family that will bring trouble. One of the things that uh, Achan did was that he had spiritual neglect in his life. The Bible is very clear that if we were to look at chapter 6, that God gave them specific guidelines that when they went into Jericho, what to destroy and what to keep. Basically, everything was to be destroyed except for a few certain items that God said, I want you to bring into my house that will be part of my possessions. But if you look at Achan's life, he showed spiritual neglect. He neglected to follow the guidelines that God had given all of Israel. And I began to look at that at families today and families where I've seen there has been a foundation issue where they have begun to crumble and fall apart. And I found that that's usually true. There is spiritual neglect that has caused it all to begin to happen. You see, Achan, the Bible tells us that he admitted he saw those things and he had to have them. He had to have it into his possession. Yet God said, here's what you're supposed to do. So he neglected to do the things that God had spiritually told him to do. And then, you know, in today's world, we were talking about in our Life in the Word class about uh, having a right perspective of our possessions and that when we get so much in our heart that we got to have our hands on this car or this gun or this pocketbook and it consumes us, then we begin to go in a direction that instead of us owning possessions, possessions own us. And that's kind of where Achan was. He had spiritual neglect in his own personal life because he saw those things and he had to have them. His hands had to be on it. And as I was thinking about how his hands had to be on it, I began to realize that, you know, a lot of times today, families have spiritual neglect because there are fathers who are putting their hands on the wrong things instead of the right things. They're spending more time when their hands on golf clubs, more time with their hands on fishing rods, more time with their hands on the things that bring them pleasure that's away from their family, rather than the things that are needed the most. Hands-on remotes, spending time watching TV when they need to be spending time with their family. And let me ask the question this morning. I don't want anybody to raise their hand. But when you look at the things, men, that you enjoy doing, whether it's just relaxing and watching some football on TV or 
going playing a good relaxing game of golf or going hunting or going fishing. Nothing wrong. Everybody understands nothing wrong with all those things. But you've got to have, have to ask yourself this question. How much time is that remote in my hand? How much time is that club in my hand? How much time is that fishing rod in my hand in comparison to how much time God's Word is in my hand? You see, there's nothing wrong with any of those things that I mentioned about doing, but we're suffering from spiritual neglect when we look at it and you realize I'm spending more time with those things in my hand rather than spending that time with God's Word in my hand. There's where the family foundation begins to have trouble. Achan was guilty of spiritual neglect, not doing what God's Word had told him clearly to do. But he was also guilty of secret sin. He had taken those things and he had hidden them in his tent underneath the foundation of his family. And there was his family that is being raised and going through day-to-day -day activities. Even his family doesn't know about the secret sins that are hidden there. And the Bible tells us that Joshua said, tell us what you have done and don't hide anything. You know, if you look at the Bible, and uh, I believe it's in Numbers uh, chapter uh, 32, verse 23, but the Bible says, be sure your sins will find you out. You know what that means? You can't hide anything from God. You might can hide things from your wife. You might can hide things from your children. You might can hide things from your husband. But I've found that you can't hide anything from God. And what does the Scripture mean that to be sure that your sins will find you out? If we could bring Achan back today, he would tell you a very clear definition, and that is... God has a way of making all our sins known. I've known of people that have had affairs that have gone on for 10, 15, 20, 25 years and thought that they had it all covered up and then it hits the public. I've known people that have had little secret sins in their life that they thought that, that their wife didn't know, their kids didn't know, but God has a way of bringing it around. Be sure your sins will find you out. I have a friend that uh, is a, a minister and he had this little secret sin of drinking. Thought nobody knew. Thought he had it hid. He only drank when he was away from his family, away from everybody else. And you would think, okay, if he gets out of town and he gets away from everybody else, nobody could ever find out, right? Till one day he had a wreck after he'd been drinking. And suddenly, not only does his wife know and his family know, but all of society knows. Be sure your sins will find you out. Achan was guilty of building a family on a foundation of secret sins. But he also was guilty of selfish actions. The Bible tells us that he coveted, which meant he had to have it. At whatever expense, he had to have it. The Bible tells us one of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not covet. And to covet means that you see something that someone else has and you've got to have it at whatever the cost. The one thing is that Achan didn't realize it was not only going to cost him his life, but the life of his children and his wife. 
You see, a foundation, a family foundation that's built on sin will have trouble just like Achan's name. And you know, I always encourage people, be careful what you name your children because they'll grow up to live up to that name. And that's exactly what Achan did. The Bible tells us also, and I want you, if you would, if you have your Bible, to turn to Matthew chapter 7. Because as I was looking at the family foundation, there's not only the issue of a family foundation built on sin, which will have trouble, but there's also the family foundation built on shifting sand that will crumble. In Matthew chapter 7, the Bible tells us just a, a quick little story about building a house, and here's what it says. Matthew chapter 7, and in verse 24. This is the Lord speaking. It's written in red. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the street streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Here the Lord gives an example of also another type of foundation, and that is a foundation that is built on shifting sand. Shifting sand, when you, I remember the first time I went to the beach, and I, I knew there was an ocean, I knew there was sand, but one thing I didn't know was that if you're standing on the sand and the water comes in, that the sand shifts. And I remember the first time I went to the beach and I walked out there and I saw the waves coming in. And I thought, all right, that looks like fun. And I stepped out there to let the waves hit my feet. It hit my feet and all of a sudden I'm feeling like, whoa. feel like I was going down. The sand had shifted out from under my feet. The water had carried it away. And so there was no stability there. If you build your house on a rock or you're standing on a rock, then there's stability. It won't come. I can remember when Joyce and I built the house that we're living in now that uh, they have certain requirements for building your house and the foundation, the footing. But ours had so much rock that uh, we had places we couldn't dig deep enough. So we had them to come and look at it and they said, no problem. said, that rock is so big and so solid, you don't have to worry about that. You just pour around it. Because they said the foundation will be just as solid as if it was concrete. And I thought, you know, when we've got our lives spiritually right, we've got a solid foundation that you don't have to worry about anything artificial. God has given us that which will stand. And you know, it's, it's easier. I was thinking about Achan and his tent. It was easy to hide sin in the sand, wasn't it? A little bit of digging, you can hide it easy. Do you know what? It's hard to hide sin in a rock because it's solid. That's the type of foundations that a family needs to be built upon. And I looked at this shifting sand and I began to think about the reality of life today. What do we see in fathers and mothers that are building a family foundation that's on shifting sand that will crumble? And one of the things that I came to my mind is inconsistency. Inconsistent activity will cause a family foundation to crumble. And that inconsistency is that if you look at your life and 
You think about the church activities, and if sometimes you're there and sometimes you're not, that's inconsistency. If sometimes you serve and sometimes you don't, that's inconsistency. If there's discussion, I want you to listen. If there's discussion in your family, whether you're going to church or you're going to be involved in a church activity, I guarantee you there's inconsistency in your family. You know how I know that? Because not only in my life, of my family, but in other families, when it comes to the things of God, when there's consistency, there is no discussion about it. You just do it. Because that's who you are. It's not like it's a requirement that brings guilt upon you. It's just who we are. It's what we do. Inconsistent activity. And that carries over usually into, especially as men, it carries over into our activities with our children. I've seen so many men that uh, they are inconsistent with the time that they spend with their children. Busy building a career, getting all the finances they think will make their family happy just to realize that, you know what, kids want the most? Time with you. Inconsistency will cause it to crumble. Now, Michael made mention about the men that were up here and some of them were just becoming dads and just been dads and some been dads for a long time and some were grandpas. That's where I fit. The grandpa category. When I came in this morning, I walked through those doors right there. I had four grandkids over here. Now, one's just been born, so it didn't jump out of its car seat. But the other three were like, boom, running to see Gigi. You know why? When they ran up to me, they said, hold me, hold me. Not a single one came up to me and said, give me a dollar. They did, they'd got a whooping. Not a single one of them said, give me a dollar. Not a single one of them asked me to have anything to give to them. They said, hold me. You know what that was saying loud and clear to me? I just want to be with you. You know what children are crying out today? I just want to be with you, Dad. Just want to be with you, Mom. And when there's inconsistency in the activities of church, if there's inconsistency in the activity of your family, it's like shifting sand. And you know what the Lord said? The crash is great. I saw another aspect of that came to my mind in today, and that is not only inconsistent activity, but irrational decisions. When your family sees that your decision-making is irrational, you know what the word irrational means? There's no logic to it. This way and that way. Sometimes you're making decisions. Well, look, you know, I think God would want us to do this. Well, this would be more fun. Let's do this. Irrational. You know how you can find out if your decisions are irrational? If they don't match up with God's Word, they're irrational. And irrational decisions will cause the foundation to crumble. Now we look at all that and you say, boy, pastor, this is Father's Day. We've heard the kids sing and, and we've heard some great music. And then you come in with all this sin and crumbling and crashing and families being destroyed. I say to all that to say that's what you don't want to be. But as I looked at Achan's life, there was a couple of things that I saw in that chapter 7 about giving to God. If you want a family foundation that will stand and a family that will be built upon God's blessings, remember this. Give God what God deserves and glorify God with your actions. 
Give God what God deserves. Glorify God with your actions. You see, go back to Achan and his family was destroyed by his own personal sin. And yet if Achan had just followed those two things and just said, I'm going to give this to God because God said it belongs to Him. Your time, your talents, your treasures. Give God what God deserves. And then glorify God with your actions. Did you notice that when Joshua called Achan before him, he said to Achan, he said, glorify God. Tell us what you've done. The expression that was used there was an expression that meant, come on, just be open and honest, confess. Or we might say in the South, just fess up. Give God the glory. The best way you can give God the glory is by your actions of your life. I want to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes as they come and get a song ready. The family foundation, the family foundation that is built on sin will have trouble, and the family foundation built on shifting sand will crumble. But the family foundation that stands and has God's blessings is one that consistently gives God what God deserves and glorifies God with their actions. Here's what I want to leave you today. Will you make the decision to give God what God deserves and glorify God with your actions and see if God won't give you a, found, a family foundation that will stand the test of time and withstand the storms of life? Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to You today. And Lord, we look at this man named Achan. And he brought destruction on his entire family. He brought trouble on them. He lived up to his name, one who brings trouble. Lord, he built his family foundation upon sin. And Lord, we know that anytime you build upon sin, there is going to be trouble. His spiritual neglect, his secret sins, his selfish actions brought trouble upon not only himself, but his entire family. And Lord, we look at what Your words were in Matthew and You just kind of reiterate the family foundation built on shifting sand will crumble. When there's inconsistency in our activities, when we have irrational decisions, it is going to be a great crash. But Lord, my prayer is today that for these dads, they'll make a decision that they want their family foundation to stand and have God's blessings because they choose to be consistently giving God what God deserves and glorifying God with their actions. And Lord, I don't know what you may have pricked in some hearts today. There may have been some men and women if they realize they've been spiritually negligent in the things that God's Word has for them to do. There may be some who have some secret sins, some selfish actions. There may be some in here today that they've been inconsistent in their activity. And now they're rest of their family is following suit. Making irrational decisions instead of making decisions based on God's Word. But Lord, I pray that You'll turn that all around and may they see the horror of a man named Achan. May they hear the words of the Lord Jesus of what brings destruction to a foundation and turn it all around today and make the decision, I'm going to give God what God deserves and I'm going to glorify God with my actions. And I'm going to build a family foundation that will stand 
and have God's blessings. Lord, I pray that You would grant it today. And it's in Your name we pray. Amen.